Welcome everybody to another episode of the Brothers Podcast. Please give a round of applause for yourselves. Because in a world full of haters, you can only be greater. It is your host, your boy, Steven City P. Watson. As always, back online with my partner in crime. Dante Chase Bridges, a.k.a. Dante Chase Bridges never needed an AKA. And together that will make us the goddamn brother. Hey, you already know what it is. Thursday, Thursday, we back at it again. Yes, we got sir. another yes, fresh sir. new episode. How y'all doing out there right now? How y'all feeling, people? Well, it's good, y'all. See, we always see it. It's almost the weekend. You, you know, know what? Like, we always ask them how they doing. How we doing? How you doing? We do it. I'm tired. Sorry, <laughs> I'm man. tired. I had a long day. I woke up this morning, went to work. I ain't had no barely any sleep. But I'm brushing through this and I'm doing it for y'all. So. I'm doing pretty good, my damn self. You know, I've been on the grind, man, trying to write these articles for Chicago to hear, man. That's what's up. I'm, That's doing, I'm doing pretty good, We're man. doing out here. We're we making it here. Sometimes you got to check on yourselves first, you know yes. what I'm saying? Mental health check. Make sure you keep that shit going. Yes, Please. sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, we have an interesting topic because we all about bridging the gaps. Especially, you know what? It's funny because this brothers was actually founded on one ideology. Our What's original that? ideology, What's that? huh? What's that? Our original ideology was bridging the gap on relationships between men and women. Yes. So we really have been like, this is gonna really hit close to home to a lot of people. We going back to the roots. We going to it. But first, we got a little something we like to call town hall business. Mr. Bridges, what you got? I would like to give a shout out to all our affiliates. So, yeah. so shout out to WIAN Radio, where you can find that in Memphis, Tennessee. I'll say Tennessee. Tennessee. Memphis, Tennessee, where you can find the Brothers Syndicated. And on their website coming soon. Yes, sir. Yes, yeah. sir. Mm-hmm. Also, shout out to UBN Radio, where you can catch the Brothers. That's mm-hmm. Urban Broadcast Networks. Uh-huh. Also, shout out to Scene Chicago, where you can catch some of the dopest articles mm-hmm. by a whole bunch of journalists. And yours truly, Dante Chase Bridges. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, shout out to iTunes, iHeart, I, Him, and everywhere that you can catch the Brothers Podcast and also the Brothers Blog, where we dropping some of the latest articles for some of the latest people from Chicago, some of the dopest events, and everything you want to see in your vision. So shout out to that, man. I think I'm a little bit done. I think my neck was done for doing all that head knock. Hey, okay, man, but hey. But, of course, <laughs> shout out to our brothers in the podcast hub. Shout out to my brother Ryan Watkins for at my mama's table. Uh-huh. And shout out to our brother Richard Price. Well, I could be wrong, but I doubt it. Shout out to always our number, our newest top fan, Miss Keisha Hudson, who just made our first top fan. Top fan? Top fan. She's been rocking with it for a while. Hell though, yeah, bro. from day one, actually. Yes, so, you yeah. know, I appreciate that. Shout out to her. And, of course, as always, shout out to everybody who tunes in, who shares it, who streams it, watch parties it, whatever the taste may be. It's only going to get bigger. It's only going to grow. Yes, Thanks yes, to y'all. Sir. Thanks to y'all donating and supporting. We got this stuff. Yes, yes, So yes, we definitely yes. appreciate all that. I got another shout out, bro. What's up? And this is more of a call to action. So when you see these people on the street or this particular person on the street, I want you to get in their ear. Shout out to Reggie Price, man. Yeah. I want y'all to check out Reggie Comedy. But when you see Reggie, and when you see him on Facebook, Instagram, or at his job or anywhere, I want you to tell him, get his ass up, yes. go ahead and do some stand-up comedy, because yes. the brother got skills. So I want y'all to tell Reggie Price, that's mm-hmm. R-E-G-Y-P-R-I-C-E, <laughs> to get his ass up, get up, and do the stand-up comedy, because he got the chops to do it, all right? Call to action. Everybody who's watching this, go ahead and do that. Support the movement. Support the brothers. Support Reggie. Support Ryan. Get all that content out, nigga. Get Get all that content out. Ah, just push it out. Get all that content. I think we're done with our town hall business. I think I'm done, bro. All right, we're done with town hall business. So let's go to what's really good out here in the streets. Uh, this article has been floating around a little bit from our illustrious mayor of Chicago, Lori Lori Lightfoot. Miss Lori is apparently trying to create a new bill that is supposed to curb Chicago tickets. What you mean? So, in other words, according to the law, that she's trying to say that no person should have their license suspended over parking tickets. So Hallelujah. now she's trying to circumvent all the funding for that and say, look. You're not going to lose your license if you got an outstanding amount of parking tickets. I'm glad I voted for you. Sure you You, I didn't vote. Yeah, of course. (laughs) So, because, of of course, you know, 
a majority of us of lower class people in the country, in the city of Chicago, can't afford to pay these tickets and they you know mount up. many goddamn parking tickets, tickets just in general that I got with this I mean, shit. And then the thing is, if you renew that shit, you can't renew it unless you start paying that shit because you're going to get your fucking license back. You can't even renew it, man. You ain't got no money after you pay your rent. After you give your mom and them some money. Yeah. After you put 10% tithing in the church. Yeah. After you do all that shit. Yeah. How much money do you got to be giving the city six, seven hundred dollars on the boot? And that's just the start. Because they're going to take your car. Because oh, here's how that goes. Is they give you 500 just to deposit that shit so you, and as a deposit. Then set you up on a payment plan for a year because it only lasts for a year. Then, bro, you got to have that shit in for 24 hours. Yes. Or they going to impound your shit. Yes. And they going to add $50 every day you don't come get your car. Man. It's that's a setup. Setup. Conspiracy. Yep, and then you still gotta pay them back. Yeah, you still gotta pay all that shit. So at least if Lloyd Lightfoot is really trying to do this, I would appreciate you referring fast about doing this. On the real. And be logical. But all she said parking, not saying traffic, though. Uh, You are still responsible for traffic. But you know what? I also heard that she's going to lower the rate on those um, city stickers, too. Mm -hmm. So if you know you ain't get your city sticker in time, Mm -hmm. she's gonna lower the rate because you know that shit double. You should be. I'm not staying now, so that's a good potato. I get like twenty two dollars city sticker. Oh shit, man! Shut up. He live. He live in the suburbs. Us Chicago folks have doubled up, and I ain't talking about the Nipsey Hustle song. Hey, I know all about the. I know about (laughs) the city stickers in Chicago. I used to live there too. I just. I'm still kind of in the area, so Mm -hmm. doesn't matter. Also. Another good thing going on with City Chicago is this new weed law. Over 700,000 felony marijuana charges are expected to be dropped because of the new weed law here in, in Illinois. So that's also a good thing. I mess with So he expunging a lot of those records. Since a lot of those misdemeanor crimes have gotten a lot of innocent black men and women locked up for no reason. How many niggas in the county right now because they found less than a 3.5 on them in their car, bro? But because you had prior felonies, prior strikes, come on, man. Prior murders. Prior murders, what? (laughs) That's... Damn, you a buzzkill. Anyway, <laughs> but you know oh, the man. point is, it's like obviously that that's something that has to be curbed. So definitely, yes, hopefully definitely. those fellas get dropped. We get some of these brothers, our brothers and sisters back out there trying to get some help. Yeah, they definitely gonna spoil some records, man. So shout out to that, man. So one more thing on our last little bit, our good brother who in the struggle. Well, some people say he's not a good brother anymore. Little Duval. What's, what's going on with him? Putting him back, he put out a tweet recently that I saw a lot of people having some mixed reactions about. He put out a tweet basically suggesting that he doesn't like a woman with bushy big hair. Like, I brought a boy right here, Sideshow Bob on the screen. Fuck. Apparently, fuck. There's some people out there. Forget him? Huh? And fuck. Fuck him. Forget him. So, there's a lot of people are saying that he's very anti-black when he said he's making these comments on Twitter. What do you feel about that idea? So, is a man allowed to have preferences? I mean, matter of fact, you just hit it on the head, bro. Man is allowed to have preferences, but Lil Duval, man, you you did live in your best life, man. You got a little buzz, man. So, your, your words got a little bit more impact on the social media game, man. So, you got to be careful what you say, even though you got your right to your opinion. But I got my right to think you a dumbass for saying it. So, you got to be a little careful what you're saying, man. You know the struggle of this black thing, bro. Just I, be a little careful. I did have an argument about to some people. I was like, y'all was really just on that whole black men don't cheat movement that he started mm-hmm. and all of a sudden y'all pulled a 180 I told I would say Lil Duval look how quickly the tide will turn on you sir ain't no loyalty in this game like <laughs> your ass done snap of a finger and it's a wrap they about to boycott you then. oh you know what shout out to one more person that also speaking with shout out to our homegirl Sky Miller what's she doing man she, she actually come. has something big going but she promised not to tell nobody but it's big girl. but it's big What's as expected. But she promised you not to tell nobody. And I won't tell nobody, but shout out anyway. Shout out to Scott Miller. Doing always, always doing something big. Always doing something. All right. Okay. So, also one more bit. Now, do you remember this little story that broke out? And it's all a famous actress by the name of Layla Rashawn and her husband, Laqua? Laqua? 
Lock his first name is Antoine, my nigga. Okay, uh, Say his first name first. Antoine. Antoine Fuqua. Antoine Fuqua. Why can't I just call him Antoine then? Call him Antoine. All right, fine. So Layla Shron and Antoine. Fuck them. Um, they were married. They're a married couple. You know, obviously they're famous. Layla Shine. You've seen her in Boomerang. You've seen her in other couple of movies out there in the, in the black community. Um, Anthony Fuqua. Fuck him. Fuck him. Whatever. <laughs> has been discovered on social media having an affair behind Layla with Nicole Murphy. Y'all. And for y'all who don't know Nicole Murphy, that is Eddie Murphy's ex-wife. Reality CV Shaw uh-huh. and a woman that wears a lot of short haircuts. I ain't mad at her. Keyword is Eddie Murphy's ex-wife, which means a lot of money came into play with that. Uh-huh. Yes, yes. We used to get the switch up to get real on you. So now the whole and the thing is about is that Anthony Fuqua was like really blatant with it, like completely blatant with it. He mm. didn't even really try to like masquerade it. At all. I think it was a setup, honey. I think, it was, how was I, I think it was a setup, man. I was watching 5150 last night, man. Shout out to 5150, Corey Holcomb, man. And they, they hit a point that them, them pictures look like they was uh, professionally set up. Like either mm-hmm. Nicole Murphy had somebody, because they was in Italy. They weren't, mm-hmm. in, they weren't in the United States. Mm-hmm. And, you know, ain't nobody knowing Nicole Murphy like that. She ain't did shit in Italy. She ain't did shit in the United States. Mm-hmm. So I feel like somebody done paid somebody to have them pictures taken. Maybe Nicole Murphy. But like I said, but like I said, it's it seems real like it's not it's blatant. Like they're not even trying like I say, he's not trying to masquerade it. She's not trying to masquerade it. You heard what they said though about it, right? What? They said it was a friendly kiss. A friendly kiss in the mouth? A friendly kiss in the mouth with your with with your robe. He didn't even have a robe on. Nigga had towel on. With a towel on. Tyler Wacker everywhere. Her her buns, her cakes and cheeks was out. A friendly kiss. A friendly kiss between you motherfucker. Between family friends. Is this, is this a level of like money where you can do shit like this and you can say it's friendly? You know what they say, man. You can make anything normal. So I guess that is what the new normal is to be tonguing your 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 friend Whatever. in a roll with your tally whack out and some buns and cakes out too. I guess this, you know, it's whatever, it's for, for better or for worse, I guess, in that relationship, which, aha, segues into what we're talking today. Due to this story, we have reached a, story, a topic for today, for better or for worse. So what we ask it is, when is it okay, or is it okay, for a man to cheat on his wife? When is it okay for a man to cheat on his wife? Is it, and when is it? You better restructure that whole goddamn Look, sentence. That's the question we're asking. Restructure that whole sentence because you're going to have 1,700 people that's going right, to say All right, let's break it down. Is it okay for a man to cheat on his wife? No, no. no. It's never okay for a man to cheat on his wife because if he took vows, okay. if the woman took vows, mm-hmm. then that means that they didn't went into a union contract and okay. also a... Uh, legal contract so somebody can get sued the fuck up mm-hmm. so it should never be okay for a man to cheat on his woman but oh but the but, but. what it's i but. what i think we talking about here is i think we talking about the fact that what they're saying is the brother now ain't no homo here ain't no homo in this blood but they saying the brother antoine fuqua you know he's married to Layla Rashawn, and if you don't know who Layla Rashawn is, you remember Sunshine back in Harlem Nights? Yeah, I said Sunshine, Sunshine, Boomerang, all that shit. Boomerang, oh yeah, Boomerang, she was the one, Eddie Murphy. With the uh, ugly feet. Had the ugly feet, all that. Yeah, ugly feet girl. Ugly feet girl, but her body wasn't ugly, and she was one of the most beautiful, attractive women in Hollywood. But what happened was life. Life. And so now... Lady Rashad is a little bit on the uh, middle age plus side of the game. Yeah, yeah. And you have a lot of people saying that her husband, Antoine Fuqua, is now keeping himself together, keeping himself fit, keeping himself in, you know, the, the I'm in the gym hitting LA Fitness. So they got a lot of people thinking, right? Should a woman be responsible and obligated to keep herself in shape? Mm-hmm. If her man is keeping herself in shape, but 
if that woman lets herself go, should a man be permitted to cheat or be with other women? So let's let's break down the first part. Is it okay for a man to cheat? No. When his woman has let herself go. So then, here's the question that I will post it. If that is the situation, if you're dissatisfied with your woman's status, why don't you just leave? Oh, why man. don't we? And that's the, I think that's the universal question everybody asks. They always hear this. Oh, it's complicated. Why don't you just leave? Okay, are we talking? I, I'm okay. I pride myself on a philosophy that I can't cheat. Like I don't cheat. Like I just be like, I, I don't cheat. I, I don't know. I don't cheat. I don't care what he says. I don't cheat. If I got, if I'm not happy with relationship, I'll just get up and leave. Matter of fact, you need to turn the volume down anyway. Look, I, I don't cheat. Okay, and I don't. Black men don't cheat. Obviously, you know that. We I black don't cheat. We black men don't cheat. We don't do that. That's the one thing Lil Duval got right. The the point is I'm trying to make is is that in a situation like this, can you just walk away? Why is there like a certain narrative where you can't just walk away from situations like that? Right. Like if he's not happy in the relationship, then he, if it's not happy, it's almost like it's a very vain way to kind of word that. Because now you're saying this, you're leaving based on the ideology that your woman cannot keep upkeep your level of vanity by being attractive 24-7. Right. So why in the world would you just suddenly... Alright, I'm gonna start having the way with I and I'm gonna keep moving around. Well, like, like, why can't you just walk the walk away and just let it go? Steve, I think you talking in the world of perfectionism, these motherfuckers is not I'm actually. Just, not I, I'm just asking the questions. I'm just going in with what's happening. So let me holler at just the, let the me, questions. Let me holler at the question. Go ahead, holler at the question. Now, if that was the case, that if you don't like how your wife look mm-hmm. and you can just walk away. Yeah. Then there would not be a such thing as cheating. But living in the world that we live in, let's address what the situation is. See, a lot of people look at this thing called cheating as being so taboo that we have to say the right thing when we're on social media in mm-hmm. order to not look like we're assholes. But let's just really dive into it. No matter if you are with a wife, no matter if you with your girlfriend, Nine times out of ten, you're going to come across other people in your life that are attractive. Mm -hmm. Now, if you are with a particular woman, you may love her. You may honor her. You may respect her. You may want to spend the rest of your life with her. You got kids. You got a mortgage. Your your, your grandmama call her when she need to go to the doctor. Mm -hmm. Your mama call her to take her to a target. So y'all are basically interwoven, okay? okay? So she's more than just a wife. She's at that point a family member. But uh-huh. as a man, you have needs. And just like uh, psychology would tell you, men are visual creatures. So in order for a man to be stimulated by his woman, he need to have a woman that is kept up in his eyes, still look attractive to him. So basically settle, settle his level of vanity. Well, no, I won't call it vanity because this right here okay. is more of a primal thirst to want to hit that ass. This is about a man looking at the woman he's with and saying, hey, I still want you. I'm still attracted to you. Ain't got nothing to do with love right here. So what's the level of attraction? Like, listen, I think that varies. Right. Because a lot of different men have a lot of different attractions different attractions to women. Some Most men like pretty faces. Some right, men right, right. like fat asses. Some men like the tits. Some men like them a little bit plus. Somebody look a little bit slim. Some men have different variations of what they find attractive. So how exactly of a woman in a situation, if they make a transition in her body from this to this, how do they know that that's what the man wants? Well, you know, beauty is in the eye of the beholder, right? Yeah. So... The way that you know that is because you've been with that man long enough where you know what he turns his eye to when y'all walk down Navy Pier, what he looks at when y'all in the movie theater and this either petite woman walks by, this woman with long hair walks by, or this woman that got a big booty walk by. So, you know, you've been with your man long enough to know his ins and outs and what he kind of like. So, after a while, you kind of know what your man type is and what it isn't. So... 
a lot of people, like you said, I'm glad you said the thing about vanity. I don't necessarily think it's vanity. I think it's just a primal urge for a man to be attracted to women that he liked. And you could love your woman with all the thirst, the, the want in the world. You bring your paycheck to her every single week and all that good stuff. But if your woman is not attractive in the eyes of you anymore, mm-hmm. at some point that primal man urge kicks in and you can love her to death. But you are going to want to satisfy that sexual urge in some type of way. But again, if you know that primal urge is kicking in, what do you have to do to make her understand that? Because you still have an obligation to to that marriage. You still have an obligation to say, look, baby, I love you. Right. But as much as this hurts to say this, you just, you kind of let yourself go a little bit. How many men actually just had that conversation? Do you know how many niggas will be outside of their home, that that $330,000 home they got a mortgage Oh, you know what? Fuck would be outside of their home. How many men will be alive? I don't know. Maybe they ain't going to kill Because you know you are. You ain't you ain't like stronger than me. Uh, you might throw a pot at me. Actually, I'll take that back. Because pots and guns can Yeah, do guns, right. Way. Like, that, the weapon department <laughs> can level that playing field real quick. Matter of fact, I had a um, one of my exes a long time ago, man. She was about five foot. Uh, 120 pounds, man. I'm six foot, about 230. This girl threw a goddamn bottle at my head so hard. <laughs> Rattled the nigga brain. I'm telling you the truth. Changed the whole. Changed the whole dynamic of the whole relationship. Yeah. So you know it can't happen. But at the same time, I'm not advocating domestic violence, people. Please don't do that. Slightly. <laughs> no. I'm gonna tell you the truth because since you're like, all right, now y'all tell me if I'm I'm wrong for this. I might be wrong. <laughs> I might be wrong. <laughs> this, this this is a quick say. This is not even segue. We just gonna look, 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 bear look, off. We have a little bit. Thing. Oh my god! And I want anybody right. that's listening tuning okay. in right now. Answer this question. Oh. Do you feel that a man under no circumstances should ever, under no circumstances, put their hands on a woman? under no circumstances so even the circumstance of that woman is coming at you with some type of weapon either the circumstance of that woman has called your mother a bitch and decided that she's going to come at your mother even if you feel like you're in harm's way either that woman is disrespecting you that woman spitting your face under no circumstances do you feel that a man put his hands on a woman i want everybody out in brother's land to answer that question in the comments tell me what y'all feel about that well i was always told you know a punch can definitely leave a mark scratch can leave a mark but a body slam don't leave nothing body slam okay I'll, <laughs> body slam. you get you get suplexed in the heartbeat now. yeah and you're just like hey <laughs> she fell out of stairs i didn't lay no niggas on her i am never advocating well, this, that i digress to close fists hit your woman. Not even slap your woman. I I don't believe in slapping. But if your woman is coming at you with some type of weapon in her hand and she called you a bitch or a pussy and said, I'm going to beat your ass and she's coming at you, I believe that a man should have the ability to subdue Mm -hmm. that woman. Now, does that make me a bogus person? No, it doesn't. That makes me a realist. Because I don't live in a world of perfect and make-believe. I live in a world that know that more domestic violence suits is on women according to the CCC. So, come on, man. But let me digress. Yes, I digress back, back. Since we got to but be, y'all, we do y'all this all keep day. it real with yourself. Y'all keep it real with yourself. Why? We go to do this all day. Let's get back on this later. Yes, with Antoine Fuqua and should men. Fuqua. Fuqua. We will get going with this yes, name. Yes, this yes. is a unique name. So the point is, is that, okay, let's go ahead and flip this a little bit. Yeah, flip it up. What if it's the woman that says to her man, I'm not happy with you not keeping up with yourself. So I'm going to look around. That's a goddamn shame and it. it should never happen. But it does happen. It should never happen. It does. A woman needs A to hell of a lot more than you think. <laughs> Because you know why they're bold enough to do so. No, but like on a serious tip, I feel that both partners should, um, you know, there is a sexual side that let's not even beat around the bush and act like it's not there. We all are people or creatures of visual habit. So a woman wants her man to be in a certain type of shape. Yeah. Although a woman's primate or uh, 
primal needs is not necessarily about how a man looks in order if she's going to be in a committed relationship. It's more about can he bring security to her? Does he make her feel safe? Does he make her feel comfortable? Can she have kids with him and can her kids grow up? A man is more about can I protect? Does this woman look good for me? Does this woman take care of me? A man has a little bit more physicality inside of it. So I think it kind of varies with a woman not too much. You got a lot of women with a lot of masculine energy. I ain't talking about studs and tomboys. Although, shout out to studs and tomboys. I was talking to my mama a little bit ago. Mm-hmm. Studs and tomboys can be some of the most attractive women out there. You ever heard you seen that uh, Jade segment, the lesbian home? This nigga need to get, he need to be on Netflix for that. Yeah, that's a I good ass lesbian. series. Shout, hey, you know, shout out to John Day. Lesbian homies nine. Yeah, I saw that too. I just saw that today. I saw that. That, yeah. that should be off the chain. Lesbian homies. He got a whole series of dudes, but that's one series though. My lesbian homie. Man. That's, it's it's popular. It's popular. It's but popular. let's be real about something here. Mm-hmm. We both know that both sides of the game, as far as men and women, they have to have an idea ideology where they expect their significant to deliver to a certain standard. But the thing is, is that if they don't live up to a certain standard, you know, we'll leave. One side leave, or the other side leaves. But the thing is, when it comes between men and women, women are just more forgiven for the decision of, I'm going to mess around and leave. Because we're in that level of, we're in that realm of women empowerment. Could I, could I say this little thing? What's up? A little thing, little thing, little metaphor. So, what do they say about keys and locks? Okay? Mm-hmm. So, if a key can open up many locks it's considered a master key but if a lock can be opened up by many keys then it's considered a terrible lock okay so you might say it's a double standard and guess what it ain't no double standard it's just a standard this is just the way that God created men and women women have a certain value on this side men have a certain value on this side that's why that's why men can't be hoes you can call God whatever you want if you want to call God the universe if you want to call God a big man in the sky doing a jitterbug whatever the hell you want to call God Call God. They don't believe in God. But men have a certain value up here. Female have a certain value right here. Although they're not the same, they're not even equal, but they're just as important. Yeah, but the thing is. But can I let me let me go ahead. What do you got to get the point? So you cannot judge a woman standard and a man standard. Men want the attractive woman to be the showcase at some points. Although I'm one of the most spiritual people out here. But I probably need my woman to have a certain attractiveness about her because I also have the side of me that wants to show my woman off as my showcase, my sports fish, or however you want to call it. Women may want to show their man off as their sports fish, but they have different standards to it. A woman might want to show her man off for the amount of money he has. The amount of power she has. A man want to show his woman off for the amount of attractiveness she has, for the amount that he she can hold him down. So, yeah, no, yeah, I can't. I can't. That. I can't I, on my, well, on my end, I can't. I can't a hundred percent agree with that on the man's side because I'm a person of like keeping relationships like I keep about my money behind closed doors and tight lipped. That ain't got nothing to do with what I said. Well, I'm just saying, no. <laughs> that ain't got nothing to but do see, with what I said. You know what I'm saying is, that you talk about showcasing your woman off. I don't think that's, to me, that's still settling a level of vanity. You ever, and a, you ever took your girl to the uh, show? I know we took, I've done that, you but I'm talking about. You took girl to a picnic? Yes, I took All a girl right. to a picnic. But I'm sitting there talking about, I'm not going to go out there. Like, we're talking about a different age now. That's just, we're beyond that whole picnics, dates, I don't, and all I don't give a I damn if you're in the level or 10 hundred. We're in the level of social media and now that's becoming more and more apparent that your relationship has to be blasted on to, on to the world everybody needs to know that you're dating this person so and so and so and so and so and so me i just don't rock that way okay this the thing i want everybody all the viewers out there in the brothers land to uh-huh. do this fucking right what I need you to call Steve out on this bullshit. Now, how you call for me for what? <laughs> because this the thing, bro. Like, I, first of all, I agree what? with you. I agree with you on okay. something. I agree with you on the fact that you shouldn't want the whole world to see what you're doing. Like, I don't think too many people don't agree. Right. I don't really think you need to be, you know, document every single move you make. Right. But the moment 
that you are with your woman. There is just a certain thing inside of every human that wants to be with somebody that is physically attractive. Now, do you want to show them off? Do you want to show them off? Some people do, some people don't. When you deal with most most men that are not self-actualized and men that are self-actualized, because you can be spiritual and still like a beautiful woman and still want to show that this beautiful woman that chose to be with me, because women choose to be with the man, not the other way around, this beautiful woman that chose to be with me has the spirituality, has the want, has the nurturing side and only wants to be with me. I don't know too many men that don't want to show their woman off that got all them attributes. Well, you guys will make say yeah, I'm one of them because you don't ah. want to. You telling me I need for everybody in Facebook. Okay, well here's the thing. Land, I don't. My man. No, 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 no. <laughs> I will say that I don't think it's an abundantly. It's an important thing. Now, if my woman wants to be shown off, getting fine. Yes. Then I'll do it for her. Right. That's fine. I have no problem with that. To me, it's just not something that's a severe thing. I just don't, you know, it's not important to me. If it's important to her, then yes, I'm going to get to that. Absolutely. She wants that. She's going to get that. Mm. That's exactly. I, now, I don't find it personally important, but if she does, then that's a different story. Well, see, that's this, and then we're going we gonna to move on. Yeah. I think what I'm saying is, I'm not saying that does she want to be shown off. I'm just saying, do you want somebody on your arm that's attractive? Of course. Everybody. Okay. So, like, going back to what we're talking about with this whole Lady Rashawn, Nicole Murphy thing. First of all, Nicole Murphy is a beautiful, older woman. Okay? Mm-hmm. She's not... She was, she was about 40-something. Maybe 50. She might be... Are they, like, both around the same age? How, how old is Eddie Murphy? Eddie Murphy's beyond 50, I believe. He in his 60s. Nick I don't like, know if he's that close to sixty. Nick's well, been around a long time. Well, like, a, you feel like you feel like he's been around for a while. Eddie Murphy was making comedy stand-ups in the seventies or the eighties or the early eighties. He was about 25, 30 then. Yeah, this I heard is, he's coming out with trying to get another special out for him too. He coming out with another movie uh, on Netflix. Netflix. Shout out to uh, Stand Up. Yeah. yeah. So Nicole Murphy could be around fifty. Maybe. So how old would be Layla Layla Rashawn? Because Layla Rashawn has to be around Rashawn, that age too. Layla Rashawn been out for a minute. She was about thirty five and waiting to exhale came out. Really? When, when did, when so she's exhale. what in her sixties now? I wouldn't say sixty. But I I'd say either. somewhere mid fifty something like that. Yeah. What you say? Fuqua is how old? Fifty three. What's that? Fifty three. Let me see. I don't know. Who he said that. Okay. Evo says fifty one. I believe he's referring okay, to. Okay. So. Fuqua, 53. So they're in their 50s. Okay, so, all of them are in their 50s. Okay. Safety, say. So shout out to that. But it still it still tells you something to the younger millennial Generation Y mm-hmm. era is that even if you're in your 50s, there is a certain amount of physicality that you got to keep up to make sure that your man or make sure that your woman doesn't stray, doesn't run out. And if you abandon that because you feel the only thing you got is love, I think you're doing yourself bad service. I just say this one thing. Like, I remember because it it ain't all just observations. Shit, I'm 33 years old. I lived it. You lived it. I remember when I was in a situation with a young lady. You know how when you first get into a relationship, fellas, Mm. and the girl is cooking you all different types of food, stuffed peppers, cakes, all that type of stuff. I was hitting the gym. Matter of fact, you you know, yeah, I was hitting the gym. I was all swole up, all strong, looking at everything. Got in a relationship, gained about 50, 60 pounds. Because that's what happens in every relationship. Yeah, you Never put on failed. that relationship weight. That's why I, I love relationships, but I don't like them for that reason. But I put on 50, 60 pounds. Now, before then, I was looking like, man, I'm the man. I love the way my body looked. My girl looked like she into me. But... As I started to put on that weight, I kind of noticed that when I was out and about with my girl, I kind of noticed that that eye started to wander to the left and to the right. So I developed the complex. Now, this girl wasn't the type of girl that would cheat on. This wasn't the type of girl that seemed like she had four or five different dudes, you know, just on speed dial, satellites hovering around her, ready to take my spot. But at the same time, this was the type of girl that she was human. So even though she wouldn't have cheated, I could strongly see that because I let myself go, that that need for that physical, nice body that she fell in love with was still there. So would I call her a bad person? 
I wouldn't call her a bad person. Well, let me go ahead, because I've heard what you said. I understand. There's a little level of BS for me at the call. There ain't no BS. Yes, it is. There, hold on, hold on. There's a level, I'm going to tell you what it is. Where is When you feel that you're getting your, you're letting yourself go, and you're trying to get back in shape. Mm-hmm. Let's be real. You're not just doing it for her. That has nothing to do with what I just said. Not that all, but you're not just answering the question. Steve, it has it, nothing to do with it, what I just said. Yes, it does, because you're using this. You're trying to deflect off the motivation of what you're doing. Steve, you're doing it has it. nothing to do yes, with Yes, it does, because you're, you're telling people that, oh, I'm doing this because I feel something about me. I want to be appealing to my... No, you're not. No, you're, I didn't say no, that. No, you're not all the way. I didn't no, say not. that. I didn't no, you're say not. that. No, you're not. That's not, that's not I, the case. It's I, not did, true. I didn't say it. I didn't say that. What I said was... What I was talking about was the fact that even women, you know, and they could be faithful, they could want that man, love that man, but they even have a a need for the man that they fell in love with if he was a specific type of shape, in shape, a la Leila Bichon, Antoine Fuqua, to have that man keep up the appearance that they fell in love with. And the most loyal woman, maybe she won't treat, but her eyes will wander just a tad bit. You know, that's what I'm saying on the men and the woman's side of the game. Well, here's the thing about men in general. Let's be realistic about ourselves. Our eyes are going to wander regardless, even when they're in shape or not. Longevity of relationships tend to have our eyes wander anyway. You know, that kind of, that, you know what? You just touched on something that I just thought about. I think one of the reasons why men wander is because they don't understand the spirituality side of the relationship. You know what I'm saying? You know, a lot of people don't get that spirituality side of the game. A lot of people also don't believe in it either, so it's also understanding. Yeah. You have to be understanding sure. about that. You can't you can't do it if you don't believe in it at first. Right. So, you know, I believe that a lot of the reasons why we tend to focus on do you look good? And if you don't look good, I'm gone or my eyes is wandering. It's the fact that we don't really know what relationships are truly for. Mm-hmm. Relationships are, and I done said this before, they a mirror. You are in a relationship for that person to reflect back your deepest and darkest insecurities, secrets, and bad things about you. You attracted that person that is literally the spin image of all your insecurities. So if you was on that spiritual side of the game, you will be like, although she didn't gain 35 pounds and I don't like where it's sitting because it's all in her stomach. <laughs> this woman is teaching me and she's showing me that I have a deceitful personality because I am, every time she does something deceitful, I'm agitated by it. And you know what they say, when you get agitated by something that somebody else is doing, it's because it's actually inside of you. If more people had more of a spiritual understanding, spiritual compass inside their relationships, even when you gain 55 pounds because you're cooking all them uh, meatloafs and fried chicken, you could still be in it and say it's still value with this person, regardless of their physical happiness. Hold on, hold on. You got to pause a second. Which one? Because you got to say meatloaf or fried chicken. Meatloaf fried chicken. Man. Corn on the cob or Man. fried corn. I like, I'm a fried corn my, myself, my grandma. You know, I got South Southern grandparents. I got to stop with, we got to stop with this whole comfort food shit. <laughs> that comfort food will fuck you up. It ain't, it'll make you feel terrible about yourself. But you enjoy it so, so much. You mean when I brought them cakes over with my grandma be making? Yeah. That, that, yeah, yeah that, and it was gone before you got you got yeah. back to the crib. And I told you I ate it. I, you I don't care. Ate the whole damn thing. I didn't care. <laughs> <laughs> so I did not care at all. So you get into a relationship with women cooking like that, or a man, because I'm a cook. I, I cook in my in my relationships. I'm the primary cooker, mm. so I'm the one that's always cooking all the good stuff. But I cook healthy though. But I will fall off. Nah, shit, I will fall off. But you know, I cook healthy. But, okay, so let's let's go back a little bit on this subject. So. People have always said that love should dominate the relationship enough that you'd be like, okay, we could work on this and we could go past the superficial shit. But 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 is love <laughs> literally enough? Or are we as men just too superficial for that shit? Steve, like what is love though, bro? What what do, I'm just do asking most the questions. No what love I'm just is. asking the questions. But I'm, I'm asking you for real. 
like do I don't people... we know love is a manufactured construct, okay? We understand right. that. Love is an fact it, we're blurring the lines between love and infatuation too much when it comes to relationships. I admit that. That's a good so, one. That's a good one. People don't know they're in love with somebody. They don't. They believe wholeheartedly that they're in love with somebody, but in actuality, you're just really infatuated, or you're they're part of your, your routine so much that you can't separate them without some type of pullback or tug or emotional distress. Right. But the thing is, is that love takes time to build, if there's such a thing. Okay. Okay. Like I said, hit me. Tell me something. Tell okay. Me. So there was a. I don't really get do a lot of religious things. But uh, there was a pastor that said something that was very meaningful. He said that a relationship with it based on love is not. You don't marry somebody on the concept of love. Right. You marry somebody on the concept of survival. You marry somebody on the concept of okay. building. You marry somebody on the concept of sustaining. So you marry somebody because you think, for one, you can coexist with them cohabitly, spiritually, okay. mentally. Uh, financially, you can bear children with them. You can build, have assets with them. You can establish yourself for that. That's one of the basic foundations of marriage. Over that time period of you being married, that is where the love starts to manifest itself until you, until you come to the realization that a, the with the all that we have gone through, this woman has been there with me. Right, right, right. So you you'll start to attract that deeper infatuation with her, and it, it can happen over a course of a year or two. It may take a little bit longer, so on and so on and so forth. But the 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 manifestation grows. So that whole ideology of love at first sight shit, it's not really real. That's a chemical. That is a chemical reaction. It's, it is, and it's really a, it's a, something that people who don't have enough discipline don't know how to suppress it correctly. I think we've used the word love so much that we don't even know what the fuck love means. We don't. I dare everybody out there in the brothers land right now to tell me on these messages right now the definition of love. And then I want you to tell me what's the matrix. And for those who don't know what matrix means, it means is it a noun, is it a verb, adjective, what it is. Mm-hmm. Okay. Most people don't even know that love is a verb, meaning that you can't love without doing a specific action. Okay? Right. So, how can we talk about is love enough when you don't even know what love is? No. Give me 15 seconds. Somebody go right now in 15 seconds. Google it. Google it and bring it back and put it on the brother's messages right now. And while you're Googling it, they're going to do it. I hope they do it because we're going to take a quick 30-second intermission because we got to give out a couple more shout-outs. Go ahead and give a shout-out. We got it. Shout-out to Troy Pryor. Oh, my brother. Create Not Troy Simpson. We got it's a lot of choice. Oh, choice. This just one of the homies that I went to high school with okay, well, doing big things. Shout out to Troy Pryor for his creation. And when I say creation, man, this brother is doing real big things. First of all, he's on about 10 different boards from the Cannes Film Festival to uh, boards sitting in. Just I, I don't even know all the stuff he do. Mm-hmm. The brother's doing. So shout out to you. And I want y'all to go check out Creative Cypher where they literally give young black artists in the Chicago land area and they starting to just expand a chance to come and get their content developed and that's what a lot of us artists that's what a lot of people need so shout out to the creative cypher Troy Pryor you want to shout, shout out to uh, the other Troy shout out to our other brother Troy Simpson who is right now killing it with his footwork videos his videography he's also taking bookings recording so if you're looking for a videographer someone has to do some editing and graphicing holla at your boy Troy Simpson his goes by the name Nebula 5 the Weirdo League podcast the Weirdo League his brand is the Weirdo League and be sure to look out for him he's on Instagram he's on Facebook uh, you can find him on Instagram is Nebula 5 N-E-B-U-L-A there you go. Roman numerals. Roman numerals. Roman numerals. Weirdo League. W-E-I-R-D-O-L-E-A-G-U-E. Weirdo League all together. You'll find him on Instagram. And you can find him on Facebook, Troy Simpson. You don't need to be spelled that out. So what I want you to do is I want you to go cash mob him. If you're trying to develop some content, you need a video shot, all that. Okay. Go do that. Now back, back to, to the shop. Keisha, Google it. 
Our right. number one fan did it. She did it. What's she talking about? Okay, we, we, I got somebody gotta go look it up. I can't get it. Oh, your eyes ain't that good. All right, okay, my good. eyes are. I have twenty. Well, 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 well. So I'm time. going to look. I, no, I don't have to do that. All right, I'm doing it. A great interest or pleasure in something. That's right. So love, and it's a little Seymour, but we're gonna take those little words right there. We're gonna run with it. Absolutely. So she said, a great interest. Love is a great interest mm-hmm. and pleasure in something. So. Let's go back. Okay. Steve. What's up? City P. Right. You feel that a great pleasure mm-hmm. in an entrance in something is enough to sustain you. Love. So with you knowing that definition, let me say that one more time because okay. I confused my damn self when I said that. Okay. You feel with the definition I said, love is enough to sustain you if your partner gains a unsurmountable amount of weight and is not attractive to you anymore with the definition that I just said. I don't believe that whatsoever. I just asked that question though. I was asking you that question when they were flipping back Do I believe it? What? Do I believe that the definition that Keisha Hushin just said Uh about love is enough to sustain me if the person that I fell in love Uh with Gains fifty to seventy-five to eighty pounds. So you fall. I guess you'll fall right out of love. You know, get that idea. Exactly, because if love means for me to have a great interest and pleasure in you, mm-hmm. if you gain eighty pounds, physically, my eyes are not in pleasure with what I'm seeing anymore. Mm-hmm. If we're talking about the definition of love that Keisha Hudson just looked up. Right. So, ah, man, it'd be bogus to say these words out loud, but no. Love would not be enough to sustain me if my wife or my long-term girlfriend gained 100, 200 pounds. Now, in, in, in the whole midst of it, it doesn't mean that I'm going to just go and cheat if something happens and my, my woman is not what, you know, what, what I fell in love with. Because, you know, we grow. Our, our eyes, our minds and stuff change. And you know, it, it does, it got a little weight if you know a person is down for you, been there from the, been in the mud with you, got it out the mud with you. It does put a certain credence on the fact that, you know, I'm not going to forsake, I'm not going to disrespect, I'm not going to slip and dip on this woman because this woman been down for me more than any supermodel could ever be. So I can't say that I'm just going to sleep, sneak and dip, but I will say it does weigh on you if the relationship is messed up. She's not physically appealing to you. You're keeping yourself in shape. You in LA Fitness. And you have so many other people that's trying to get into your ear. Any man, any woman will say that there is a temptation that's happening. Well, here's the thing, guys. I also want to say this. As men with our primal instincts, does that sometimes, even that weight shit don't really mean too much to us at times. What you mean? As if... What stops a man from his eyes of wandering? Like we are conquerors. Sure. We are cut that in we are conquerors. We are obtainers. We are hunters and gatherers. Right. So if we even if we have the most bang, you know the old saying goes, for every beautiful woman there's a man who is sick of her shit. Yeah. Even a good even with a woman that kept himself in shape, that's not even sometimes enough for them. I'll be looking, some women, men would just be like, you know what, she bad, but you know what, maybe I just need something different. Most definitely, uh, females looks, like don't get me wrong, but females right. looks is not enough to sustain me in order to be in a monogamous, committed relationship right. with you. You got to have so much more than that. But, a female that has lost a part of her, a big part of her, mm-hmm does allow you to start thinking maybe I might want to wander a little bit. Now, you might not do it. Right, you mean? But it's inside of your mind. You know, you might have a thought. You might have a feeling. You might have a thing. So, we're not saying what Layla Rashad, Nicole Murphy, Antoine Fuqua has done is the right thing. Mm-hmm. All I'm saying is it does make you think that if you are in a committed relationship with somebody and you did come in a relationship looking a certain way, should you be obligated to just keep up your appearance because this is what that person was attracted to? See, that's where you kind of got to... You got to kind of go gray area with it. I ain't got to go gray area with shit. 
Well, you don't have no gray area, <laughs> but you gotta kind of go. I got on gray. I don't need gray area. Okay, gray area. I'm saying is is that you kind of gotta pick and choose your battles on this one. It's like, look, if you know this is a possibility of this happening, then this is something you might have to accept. Are you really ready for this type of commitment with a woman that you know might get a little too comfortable, or a man who might be a little bit too comfortable with his size and appearance? Which is natural. You know, that's that's something you're just gonna have to try to accept it or reject it. If you accept it, then it's fine. You shouldn't have an issue like this situation right now. If you reject it, you're a part. You're just like this situation. So this brings us to this final point. Then, okay. are we just kidding ourselves that we don't know how relationships work? Are we really kidding ourselves? Do we do we really know? Is I'm not saying like us personally. I'm saying like adults in general. Are we just kidding ourselves? I think that we're trying to fit into the status quo or what the politically correct thing is to say about relationships. When all of us have that other side of us that have a primal urge to want someone that looks good, want someone that sexes us up, want someone that stays loyal, and want someone that is just down for us. So I think we're kidding ourselves to believe that if you gain 100 pounds, that your significant other is not going to have a wandering eye with somebody else, especially if they don't like bigger people, a la Layla Rashawn and Antoine Fuqua. Right. I think we're kidding ourselves with that, but you know what, I take this whole thing back. I think we kidding oh. ourselves with the whole goddamn thing of relationships, because half of us don't know the spirituality side, and that's about 60-70% of the relationship. So if you don't know that shit, you kidding yourself. I think we're kidding ourselves because there's a level of morality that just no longer exists in this world when it comes to relationship upkeep. Speak on it. It just doesn't exist. I think we're so worried about the other person hurting us to the point where we can't establish that level of a bond with each other anymore. So That's we kind of have That's to real. play. That's real. That's you know, real. I know I know personally, trust because it's happened to me. It's happened to him. It's happened to a lot of us. It's the way we act, the way we are, the way now we approach relationships nowadays. So morality has kind of been thrown out of the wayside. It's kind of like a feeding frenzy. It's every man and woman for themselves. Mm-hmm. Whoever doesn't get hurt gets out of his clean. But if you get hurt, you just fucked up. In the grand scheme, you just fucked up. And getting hurt to that level could take an emotional toll on you. It take a mental toll on you, could even take a physical toll on you, and you just can't cope the way you thought you so would. So you cope. think that we kidding ourselves because we don't factor in the fact that we all just out here trying not to get hurt. Exactly. Yeah. That's what it is. Because you're fighting to not get hurt. That's why there's so much aloofness. That's why there's so much floating around. There's so much, let's keep multiple options. Oh, definitely. We just, we're not really ready for that commitment. And if we're not ready for that commitment, we're not trying to get hurt, then why are we really ready for this? We're not ready for that real conversation. But we will be soon. Yes, we will. Okay. I think I'm done, bro. I am done for the day. That concludes another episode of the Brothers Podcast. For Mr. Dante Chase Bridges. Yes, yes, yes. I am Steven City P. Watson, and we will see y'all again next week. Peace. Peace.